Hey friends, welcome to Not So Picture Perfect. I'm your host, Alyssa Hollis. I'm a boy mama, family photographer, and educator with a deep purpose for encouraging others. On this show, we will get real, raw, and vulnerable. We will chat about messy motherhood, the photography industry, and how to survive it infused with faith and humor. We will dig deep, laugh a lot, and probably get a bit awkward. I am passionate about lifting up creatives in an industry that is constantly struggling with identity. You will walk away from each episode feeling lifted up and a part of something, feeling like you gained a friend that you didn't know you needed. So if you're a creative mama who has been feeling left out, left behind, or just plain lost, stick around because you will always have a seat at my table. Get ready to hear me tell it like it is. No candy coating here. So grab your iced coffee and let's talk about it. Hey guys. So the title of today's show is Who Are You? So let's talk about this. (laughs) All right. So Google, Google has something to say about your identity and who you are. Um, And like, I'm going to define it. So Google says that a person's identity is the way they see themselves and feel that others perceive about them. Your identity is formed by our most basic beliefs and worldview. The world places a large emphasis for young adults on finding your identity. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know all too well how it feels. Um, like growing up trying to figure out who you are. You know, I was by other standards of me, I was just some super awkward, overly skinny nerd. Um, there was even a girl in high school who had everyone thinking that I had an eating disorder, um, simply because I was just extremely skinny. Um, and it bothered me so bad to the point where I begged my mom to take me, you know, to the doctor to see what was wrong with me. Um, it's funny because this girl, um, I actually see her all the time. (laughs) She has zero idea how she impacted my identity growing up, but you know, I've also watched her online and she clearly struggles with her own. So, (laughs) um, not that I'm laughing at her. It's just... It makes sense now. Kind of like how I tell my kids, like when you're being bullied, um, there's usually a problem with the bully. It's usually not about you. Um, and it's funny because I think that was actually the case and I didn't understand that. I realized that until I was an adult. Um, so I'm not really big on like the whole self love, you know, I am enough person. Like and you can't see me doing my air quotes. I like imagine that you can see me. Um, so, you know, because I, I do know without Jesus, I'm kind of like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> um, you know, I, I really wanted um, to say another word, but the Holy Spirit's been really working, working on my mouth these days, if you know what I mean. So um, the truth is we are not enough, but we are made whole when we walk with Jesus. Um, and if you're new here, I talk a lot about Jesus. And I do believe that he makes us whole in our brokenness. And in the society today, the world screams, you know, me, me, me. Self-love is all over magazine covers. Everyone is comparing their bodies, their homes, their careers, you name it. And we tend to compare it. But that's because life on this earth is just going to be that way. Because the devil twists all good things. And he is also a master at copying God's goodness And if you're not awake, you will definitely be fooled by that. And you won't be able to tell the difference um, in natural light and artificial light. 
<laughs> little photography pun there. <laughs> you know, I mean, what better way for the enemy to distract you than to just dress up the idea of finding yourself and your identity and what you do? Just let just just sink in that for a little bit. So how many of you actually find your worth in your identity in your job? Um, and again, this can mean for anyone, but of course I, I do directly talk to photographers. Um, and I know that many photographers do this. They absolutely find identity in the work that they do. Um, I know this from countless conversations and also knowing in my heart about what I feel about my own work. Um, and without it, it kind of makes us feel like, you know, well, I'm just a mom without photography. Um, just a wife without photography. Um, you know, I think for so many of us and, you know, not speaking for the entire community, obviously, um, because some people were just born with this like creative creativity running through their veins, um, which I kind of identify, <laughs> you know, I hate to use that word in this situation, you know, with this topic, but like, um, as a mom who needed something, but I also am super creative, but I didn't at the time, like in my past, I didn't really know like what to do with that creativity. Um, so, you know, making art comes extremely easy for some people. Um, and for others, you know, we had kids, um, we maybe quit our intended career path to raise our children. And, you know, we were looking for something to call ours. So we picked up a camera. And sometimes that camera or that Instagram account you're growing or the praise that you get from other people in this community, those can kind of become who you are. You wake up in the morning and you're like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go do, or I'm going to pick up my camera because that's what, that's part of my body. You'll hear me say, I joke all the time, like my camera feels like it's a part of my body. Like I was born with it. Um, or, you know, you'll be like, oh, I got to get on Instagram today. I got to go, I got to do stories. Like I can't, I can't just chill out and not get on today because everybody's counting on me. And honestly, that's really a pressure you shouldn't put on yourself because the people um, that follow you that truly like care about you, um, you probably have their phone number. They probably have yours. And, you know, if you don't show up online for a few days, they'll probably text you and be like, yo, you okay? I have a couple of people like that that I notice when they take breaks. Um, and then sometimes I notice they take breaks and I don't actually reach out because I get it and I completely understand why they're doing it. Um, it's not unless I have this like weird feeling that maybe something's wrong with them or they're going through something like bad. Um, but for the most part, I think we just need to take time away from the social media space, um, and finding our identity there because that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother thing. Um, so like for, you know, for me, I've spent like the past six years just like laying this foundation of who I am all over the internet. Um, like I needed to, or I felt like, you know, it was the only way to become known in the industry. Um, and I'm pretty sure that most of you feel that way, whether you have a hundred followers or you have over 10,000. Um, by the way, I do want to say this, um, that it doesn't really ever matter how many followers you have. You're always going to want more. And that is a problem. <laughs> if you're going to constantly want more and more and more and you're checking your numbers on the back end and you're like, oh, I need three more followers to get to that next number. It's that is a problem and it tends to like become who you are 
it tends to monopolize your time and your thoughts and your feelings and how you're talking to other people and you bring it up all the time and um where sometimes followers can you know bring you more business um I know people that have a thousand followers and they make more money than me so it, it doesn't actually matter. What matters is how you're marketing your business outside of social media. Social media is just, um, you know, the sprinkles on the cupcake. It's just extra. It's, um, it's a tool. And when it starts to become an obsession, that's when you have to take a step back and just like evaluate where you are with it. Um, I mean, was I wrong in trying to lay a foundation of who I, who I am online and, you know, trying to become known in the industry? I don't think it was wrong. Um, but there were days where it definitely consumed who I am and it caused problems and relationships. It, um, you know, you guys didn't see any of that. All the, all you saw was the fun parts of growing an Instagram account you didn't see the hard parts of struggling with friendships because people um, didn't like that I was trying to grow a social media platform. Um, and I'm not saying like they didn't, they didn't like it from like a jealous standpoint. They just, they didn't understand it. So, you know, they made it their thoughts um, known, you know, whatever. But what, you know what it's called though, when we become so obsessed with something, <laughs> it's called idolatry. Um, and I will absolutely admit to you guys um, that I made this work my idol more times than I can count. I'm not even lying. Um, I spent more time working the gram than I did digging into my Bible. There were good chunks of time where, and then you know what I, I found and I started to realize and the Holy Spirit absolutely like showed me was that when I was doing that, I was absolutely joyless. I felt like there was a piece of me missing because just because I have a relationship with God and I know that the Holy Spirit lives inside of me, um, the Bible's literally God's word. It is, he, it, it was, is absolutely, um, will forever be God and his words. And so when, when we say, Oh, where's God? Like, I don't hear God today. I haven't heard, I haven't heard from God in a while. Um, it's cause your Bible was closed. Boo-boo, your Bible was closed. That's why. <laughs> I mean, yeah, God can speak to us through other people and he can speak to us through experiences and things like that. And he totally has spoke through very good friends of mine that, you know, have told me things and I'm like, oh, I know that was God. I totally know that was God. I have this one friend. It's so crazy because we don't get to talk all the time. Um, but when we do, I swear she, it's like a divine appointment every single time. And if she's listening to this, she knows that I'm talking about her and, um, God has spoke to me through her many times, but it's different. It's a different communication when he's speaking through the word and other people. And like, he speaks to me through music and through books and things like that. Um, but that kind of got off a little off, um, where I was going, but, um, you know, I'm not perfect by any means. I'm not saying that I get to open my Bible every single day, but it is very different now. Um, because once he brought that to my attention, every time I open that app, I'm paying attention to what I'm doing. Who am I interacting with? Who am I following? Who am I allowing to speak into my life that day? Um, is it good? Is it bad? Um, 
you guys have to do that too because like I said it will just become an idol and you will become obsessed with it and you another thing that I think that people these days on Instagram make an idol is other people um because you see that they have a certain amount of followers or that they are on a certain level of education um you know they're they're teaching or whatever um it is okay to care about and love another person on the internet is I have I mean the majority of my friendships right now in my life were made online and then they became real in real life um and I am so thankful for that because it wouldn't have brought me to be able to speak here as just so many people that I've been um, able to be connected with through social media because it's not all bad it's only bad when you let it become bad and then sometimes if you're so in over your head you lose all track of time and then that's when it becomes an obsession and people can get obsessed with other people and it just blows my mind so like I'm not somebody who even becomes obsessed with famous people um yeah maybe when I was 13 and I had like posters of Justin Timberlake on my wall yeah okay maybe but not now (laughs) like if I if I met Justin Timberlake right now I'd be like what's up like I wouldn't care like I don't know why I'm not like that I just don't get it like excited about that I just they're just another human being um just because they have a camera in their face all the time doesn't make them any better or different like than us um and I think that people tend to get they do that with like other photographers too, like because their work is so beautiful or they've got a huge Instagram account. It's like, no, they're just like you. And you also have no clue what's really going on behind the scenes. Like you just have to like, just don't like be fanny, fanning these people. Like it's just, it's just strange to me. Um, and I've gotten that too. And I'm always like, oh, thanks so much. But like, I'm just like you. I walked the same hard path in this business and like in life is it just the next person um so I just think that maybe um checking yourself before you wreck yourself when you become because like let's say you know you become obsessed with this person online right and you love their work and you think their stories are funny and you love like watching their journey of growth because we do watch each other grow online it is such an awesome thing to be able to be a part of um, with those good people that you have chosen to keep in your view. After you've done all of those things with these people that you're admiring online, what happens when they don't respond to your DM or they don't respond to your story reply? Or you tag them in a story because you're so inspired and they don't even so much as double tap your tag. Like what happens then? Let's talk about that. Like literally, like do they reciprocate your care? Most times they don't even notice you. And that is where you have to shift your mindset. And you have to realize like, look, this isn't about other people. This isn't about being obsessed with someone like you can love someone's work and admire them. But I tell you what, like I've done it. It's happened to me in the past when I, you know, in my early years, like I would reach out to people who I admired and they would not give me the time of day. That actually happened to me just about two years ago. I had reached out to a photographer who's very well known. A lot of people praise this person and she acted as if I wasn't like I was like an ant under her feet, like didn't even give me the time of day. Um, and don't DM me about it because I'll never tell you who it is. So you just have to like, again, you know, pray for discernment. Uh, when it comes to interacting with people or becoming obsessed with people online, that then they will now become another idol in your life. 
um, because they don't always have your best interest at heart. I mean, sometimes they, I'm going to be blunt, sometimes you about to be a dollar in their bank account, baby. Mm-hmm. That's, it's just true. Like, if they can't follow you back when, you know, you've invested in their mentorship or your, um, or their, you know, their workshop or their retreat or whatever, and you've given them money and they can't follow you back or conversate with you or answer a simple question, that is a huge, ginormous red flag. I'm sorry. I don't care how busy you are. Um, you can make time for the people that are investing in you. I think that it's just a gross thing to show up online and expect people to follow you and fall all over themselves over you, but then you can't give them like the equal respect that they deserve um, for being in your space. So that is something that you really need to think about when you're like fanning people. Um, you can absolutely fan them, but you just have to like, you have to evaluate the interactions that you have with them. Um, because sometimes that can tell you all that you need to know. Like, um, it, what is today? Today is, um, April 19th. I cannot tell you the last time that I scrolled Instagram. I get on, I DM my friends. I watch a few stories. I put my phone down. I've been very good about that these days. And when I do stories, most times when I do them, I put my phone down afterward and check it later on. I don't even really know what's going on with anybody right now on Instagram because I've had to like refocus and I have to refocus multiple times a year. I just want um, to help you realize these things, um, you know, before you get any deeper so that you, you know, so you're not necessarily, you're not placing your identity in your work or, you know, the space of social media or wherever you are that you are, you see yourself, um, putting a lot of time and energy into it, which you should put time and energy into your work. I'm not saying you shouldn't, but, um, just don't obsess over it. You need to like prioritize your life and your work is just another part of your life. So I want you to ask yourself this question while you're probably riding down the road listening to this right now somewhere. Ask yourself this. Who am I if photography is taking taken away from me? Um, who am I if my Instagram gets deleted right now? Just think about it. I would love to hear your answers if you want to DM me about it. I will not share them unless you let me screenshot them. I will share them then, but I won't share them otherwise. Um, because I think, you know, I think I should do a poll and ask people an anonymous poll because I would love to hear what people say, especially people who are vulnerable and they're not scared to be honest. Because if I were to answer that question right now, because I'm in a very good headspace right now, <laughs> um, I'm very, very, very tired, but I am in a good spiritual life mindset right now, which is, I am so thankful for, oh my God, I, I, so thankful for that because it's not I definitely go through a lot of um ebbs and flows in my mental state um but if you were going to ask me that right now I would be like well I'm a child of God I am a really um awesome mom and when you say those things out loud the devil hears them and he will so flee because he doesn't want you to think that you're good at anything I believe I am a good wife I believe I'm a good friend you know, despite what past people in my life may think, you know, and what's so great is that you grow and like the friendships that you had that baby dissolved, um, they don't even have access to who you are now. You're not even the same person. 
it is a really hard question to answer because my life does very much revolve around my work and photography is such a huge part of me. Um, and I thank God for that. I thank God for giving that to me, but I don't anything, anything that is taking priority over your relationship with God is considered an idol. So, um, and Jesus gives us an identity that is apart from this world. So, you know, what he says, um, we are, isn't going to look like what the magazines say or what the self-help books pound into your mind. Um, and you know, God says in him, with him and through him as a child of God and a child of God is somebody who chooses to follow God. Um, I think people get a little confused. They think because God created us all that we're all his children. That's actually not true. You're only a child of God if you choose to be, um, because God gave us that choice because he didn't want a one-sided relationship. He didn't want it to be like a magical spell placed on us. He wanted us to make the choice. So God says that we are loved, chosen, forgiven, redeemed, and adopted. So did you know that, um, like, obviously your identity itself, like who you're saying you are, um, it can also be an idol, you know, why do you think so many books are written on self-help and finding who you are? Because the world wants you to become obsessed with yourself, duh. Um, because if you are obsessed with yourself, by the way, that is actually like Satan's entire scheme for you to be obsessed with yourself um, instead of Jesus. Like that's actually like the whole, I think that's like the whole basis of like Satan worship or whatever. Like that's like the, the love of self. So I actually, this is, this is so funny to me. I looked up the identity. Um, I looked up the word identity in my Bible index and the word isn't even there. Um, but the words idol and idolatry are right under it. Um, and then right under that's the word ignorance. And that's a sermon right there. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good stuff. I just laughed. And that like right there was like God talking to me. Like the word identity isn't even in the Bible, Alyssa, but look at these words that are right here in the index where you're looking for the word identity, idolatry, idol, and ignorance. <laughs> oh, Jesus, man, he's so cool. Um, so, you know, take away from that what you will. I just thought it was very interesting and quite comical because I do believe that Jesus has a sense of humor. Um, so I was once a very big time self-help junkie. If you have followed me on the internet for any amount of time, you know, because I always share my favorite books that I'm reading at the time. Um, and I'm not going to name any names because, I mean, you could probably look up the number one self-help author right now who probably needs to go read her books, <laughs> but we're not going to talk about that. Um, and yeah, I've read them. You know, I believe in Jesus but I was not walking with him for a very long time. Um, I was constantly, constantly trying to find myself and what was seemingly wrong with me in these books. You know, they were all written by Christian authors that I felt like they had their lives together so much better than me. And I'm sure so many of you are probably out there like, yeah, me too, me too. But in reality, I had all of the tools in front of me in my Bible. I can't tell you the day that like, it actually clicked in my head, in my head, really. Um, I started shifting into like reading books that weren't necessarily self-help labeled um, because I just love to read books. Like I do like like novels and things like that, but I kind of shifted my focus over the years. I, I really don't want to read anything unless it's going to 
like add to my life. I can entertain myself in other ways. I don't need to entertain myself with reading a book. Um, I just really like at this point in my adult life, I like to read for information, like to learn. But, you know, I wanted to read books that were going to get me closer to the character of God, obviously alongside of my Bible. But it is really cool to read other people's perspectives on um, God. So I stopped like looking around, you know, at everyone else um, to help me kind of lay that foundation of who and what I was supposed to be in my job as a mother um, and um, like as a wife and all those things, like just, you know, I would always look online. Everybody does that. They're like, oh, wow, she, she cooks dinner for her husband all the time. Or man, their house is so beautiful. And oh, they go to go on vacation all the time. People think things like that. So anyway, back to the photography side of this. Um, this industry, in my opinion, ha- is drowning in an identity crisis. And, you know, it didn't always feel that way years ago. But I think maybe it's because I have submerged myself Um, in this because of my love for others in this community, um, that love runs really deep because I see myself in so many newer photographers and you wouldn't believe how many very seasoned photographers feel these things too. And they just, you know, they just don't get a, get on and talk about stuff like that. Um, they just push through it, which is great. It's just not, it's not really how I roll, but, um, And I think that God wants me to speak into this. He wants me to speak out on this stuff because I bet you couldn't name one, maybe one other person that talks about this stuff. Um, And if you are thinking of that person, it's probably my friend that I tell you always gives me a divine appointment. Um, And it's so wild how her and I became friends. And one day I'll tell that story. So... I see many things, um, you know, that many others like don't. And some of my friends who don't like have the same purpose as me here, they think, and they've told me straight up, like you're obsessed with Instagram or I don't need other photographers following me, but that's great for you. Like very condescending things that have been said to me over the past few years of me trying to grow my account, because I will admit that the majority of my followers are photographers, um, which it was a goal. Like I wanted that because I also teach other photographers so that was kind of it's almost like Instagram is a completely separate entity from my photography business Um, and I did that on purpose you know Um, and other you know other potential photo clients like they'll they're on there too Um, and honestly I somebody actually pointed this out to me the other day um, which you know another photographer friend she goes I have noticed that so many of your clients are photographers and I was like yeah I I've noticed that too but you know I don't really care so much what those people who said those things to me. I don't really care what they say about me behind my back. And they've said those things in my face too. But, you know, my purpose in that and the my purpose online isn't their purpose. Um, and that's totally fine. So, you know, Instagram tends to be where the photographers are. So that's where I'm going to be. For you, it may be in the local church. It may be your child's school or your small group of friends or your large family unit. And that's where God wants to use you but this space is where God's using me. And I, that I've straight up asked him, I've been like, here I am, use me, do what you will. And then I fought doing this podcast because I knew that it was going to be, I knew what was going to happen. I knew what God was going to do. And I was scared and I didn't want to do it. Like all the things that I've said in this episode, I will say that I have a script, but a lot of this was off script. I'm actually so proud of myself that I was even able to say all of those things because they weren't written down. 
because I get really scared. Like when the Holy Spirit's working in you, I don't know, you all ever had butterflies? Whoo, Lord Jesus, it's a lot worse than that. It's like almost hand trembling um, to speak out into a community of that. And I don't even think, I mean, if you were to do some statistics, I don't think this community is, it's definitely not primarily followers of God. And a lot of people know that. That's why they were like, wow, like you're actually doing this? Like, you prepared for that? And I, no, no, I'm not. But with God, I am like, he's gonna, he's gonna make it work. He's gonna speak through me and give me the guts to do it. But so, you know, we get caught up sometimes trying to force our identity on others. And, you know, in, in someone doing something well, um, others who like lack their own identity, you know, they'll tend to try to like stick a thorn in your side and make you feel stupid for what you're doing. Because if you think for a second, people haven't made me feel stupid for this. Um, for everything that I say online, uh, it definitely happens. I just don't really share it. Um, there have been a few things that have happened, and I think other people have noticed it. But I don't. I just don't talk about that because it's like you know stirring the pot or whatever. But there's a lot of things that people may think go unseen, but everybody sees them. And you know, just don't let anybody do that to you. If there is a purpose that you have, let's say that you want to write a book or you want to create a new. Um, beautiful piece of printed um, art for photographers or I don't even there's a there's a lot of things that I could say but I know that I have friends that are working on secret things right now so I don't want to like give anything away but if you have something on your heart and you want to do it do it because it doesn't really matter what people are going to say about you because they're going to talk about you anyway no matter what you choose to do who you choose to be friends with or not be friends with um or what you choose to put out into the world, they're going to talk about it. it. It may be good, it may be bad, but you can't let the fear of other people keep you from doing good things. I'm just trying to, through this episode, I just want you to like see that your identity, um, you know, if you are a child of God, I'm assuming you are listening to this podcast. <laughs> I mean, I've talked about God in every single episode, and I believe this is episode 10 today. Um, and I really just got to like pat myself on the back for um, my consistency through this. I have actually had a really horrible deadlines. Like I'm recording this the day before it will go out. And it's I've been real. I've been super tired and busy and I haven't I haven't gotten a schedule down yet. Like right now, my my youngest is taking a nap um, and I try to push this stuff out when he's napping. But I also have a lot of editing to do. So it's like. And then I get totally, I, I get really down on myself because I'm like, oh man, like I'm literally speaking about this right now. Um, and I haven't got to read my Bible today, but I've got so much work to do. And I know that God knows I have the work to do and he knows you do as well. So I'm constantly praying like, you know, in constant communication with God, even though I know he knows, you know, my heart and all of that. But I just want you to, from if you take anything from this episode, just ask yourself, you know, who am I apart from this work? And, um, you know, refocusing your identity back on Jesus and knowing that this work is, is a gift. And you, um, you know, when you do, I love to say, like, I worship while I work. Like, work is worship, um, especially if you're doing it for the right reasons with the right heart behind all of it. Every aspect of your business, if you're doing it for the right reasons, um, it's absolutely worship. You know, working is good and it's absolutely biblical, but you can't place all you have into it because then it will just become who you are. You know, you are so much more than the photos that you take, the clients that you book, or the people who ghost you when you send out your pricing. 
And you're also more than those friends that don't support you no longer, that they're no longer around to support you. You know, you're just worth, your, your worth and who you are is worth more than all of that stuff. It doesn't matter. You know, when you get knocked down, stand back up. Because like I said in last week's episode, you don't fail unless you give up. Um, and, you know, none of that defines you. God defines you. And he says that you're good. Hey, before you go, are you a photographer who is struggling with editing, struggling to find your style, or just fed up with editing altogether? Well, I am here to help. I offer an online editing course cultivated specifically for the new creative in mind. The classroom is full of videos breaking down how to use Lightroom from start to finish, a touch of Photoshop, plus my very own personal preset pack and brushes. The best part is my private Facebook community where we show up with our true and honest, helpful hearts, ready to learn from one another. If you are ready to change your editing game and gain some new friends, then head to alyssahollisphoto.com under the mentorship tab and sign up today.